Hello, colleagues and friends, and welcome to The Corporation, the podcast that's too fun to fail. This is the show where I speak to employees of Hogswood Cooper Media, the worldwide conglomerate that owns everything from box stores to pharmaceuticals. Each week, I strive to learn about and celebrate the folks who work for the many subsidiaries of this remarkable company. I'm your host, Dean Ardenfell, and I'm required to state that I am not employed by Hogswood Cooper. But boy, am I a fan, and I think you're going to be too. So, let's get into it, shall we? My first guest is the chief legal counsel for Integritas, the private military company with contracts in the Middle East and several African and Central American countries I've been directed not to reveal here. For over 30 years, this experienced litigator has represented one of the most elite force protection businesses in the world. He also likes a good fat bike ride. Please welcome Chuck Gorgland. Hello, Hello Chuck. Dean. Hello. Oh, it's goodness. It's a dark day in American history. It's sure. Well, now, why, why, what makes you say that? I start every statement with that. Every statement with the <clears throat> dark day in American yes. history? I suppose the darker the days for American history, the better uh, the better the profit margins for Integritas. Yes, that's the that's our slogan. That's a long slogan. <clears throat> I did read it right off of the website. People I, I, are afraid to mess up slogans, uh, from what I've learned. So people so? get it right every time. I would I, w- I would never want to get your slogan wrong because I'll be honest here, Chuck. I'm a little afraid of you. You've got a very intimidating presence, and you've got the the, the backing of a private military. Well, company. we've got a lot in common. Do we? I'm afraid of myself. Oh, I see. You're you're you you strike fear into the heart of your own self. I walked by a mirror last week and I pissed my shitty little pants. Wow, that is. Uh, there's a lot of uh, rage and fear inside of you at all times. Yes, but uh, I got a cool haircut, so... That's true. Well, you can afford it, I'm sure. I get mine at Supercuts. Uh, so, uh, let me just... Quick plug. <laughs> well, Hair plugs. Anyway... I, I have asked them. They are not interested in sponsoring this podcast. Um, I can get them to do anything. Uh, well, thank you. So, you just must walk through life just basically able to do whatever you wish. Yeah. It wasn't always like that. No? No. What were you like as a child? I was very sweet. I had a glint in my eye. Mm-hmm. A glint? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, can you think of a time when, when you became the man you are today, when you became... Um, I was forcibly held down, and they removed the serotonin from my brain with a syringe. And when you say they, who, who did that? My dad. Your my dad, dad and his, his friends. Your dad and his friends held you work down. Work friends. Uh, work friends. And wh- what did your dad do for a living? He, he ran a couple grocery stores in town. <laughs> I thought for sure, given that you're in the military business, he might have been a CIA <laughs> operative or something, but no. no. Uh, AIG. So how did he, what could possibly have been in it for him to remove the serotonin from his own child? And how could he even have the skills to do it? Hey, listen, it was the 70s. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Him and his friends just didn't have normal pastimes, but I forgive him every day. Well, that's great. I imagine it's probably hard to get in touch with your real emotions when you don't have any serotonin in your brain. That's so true. So true. Um, well, I, I'd love to talk about the company you work for. Uh, you're, uh, so uh, Integritas, such an interesting company. They go into these high-risk areas, and they do the stuff that what like the U.S. military like doesn't want to do or can't do. Or Yes, we do. We have our own side projects that we like to execute, but we also get contracted by pretty much every dark... Okay, so you are you are hired to do things, but you also do things on your own. 
Yes. And it's whatever's convenient. Sometimes we lump in someone else's secret mission if it's on the way. I saw a routing thing. In <laughs> yeah. other words. Gotcha. It's like when you add a stop on Uber. Right, right. We're annihilating a village. I see. So if, for instance, the U.S. military wanted you to like go uh, overthrow a small government, but it happened to be on the way to, like, let's say I, I needed someone removed from political office somewhere along yeah, the way. we just stop in over at Bolivia and we yeah. uh, shake some hands. Yep. Wow. And then we make our way over to where we were headed. Right. And uh, when you say shake hands, I know I've, I've seen some of those pictures. Like uh, you've, you have a topical uh, poison that when you shake their hands, goes straight into their bloodstream. Yeah. It doesn't affect me because I was introduced to, to it so early in life that it doesn't okay. affect Is me. Something so else your dad introduced you to? Yes. I guess you could say I had a very toxic childhood. Ah, that's what that means when people say. I had a really nice mom. That's so very nice. We're it's, still really close. You know, this is it's fascinating to talk to you, but it, I it, I desperately want to talk to your father. <laughs> is he still alive? Well, that's a very tricky question, because if you asked me if I'm still alive, I would have to think about it. OK, so the same goes for the, him. The question. Yeah, he manages a grocery store. <laughs> he does. Still. Yeah. OK. Yeah. <laughs> does he have all his serotonin? Yeah, he's a he's a heavy man. OK, it's mostly his friends that kind of set me back. He, he, his friends. Yeah. Did that. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. It was you. kind of, you know, gang mentality. Someone suggests something. Next thing you know, you got a kid pinned down to a cement floor. Sure. Sure. I don't know. So I, I imagine know. that uh, that sort of desensitization that you developed early on was probably useful when they were looking for legal counsel to represent a private military company. Yeah. Word mm -hmm. got out mm -hmm. about the state of my mind. Right. And I was thrown into a van on my way home from school one day. Okay. You were at school age when they did this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I, uh, so presumably you didn't have a legal degree at this point. No, 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 no. No. Most of my degrees are not real. I see. So in other words, in the, in the dark underbelly of the world that you operate in, uh, passing the bar is not strictly required for being legal counsel for a company No. Like Anyone who tries to get in your way can be removed is their other slogan. I did see that slogan underneath the first slogan, mm -hmm. and I was like, boy, these guys they have a lot of They get smaller and smaller. Yep, yep. Uh, and you guys also have changed your name several times, because obviously, the minute copyright something bad issues. happens. Yep. Oh. oh, copyright issues. <laughs> yeah. Is that why? Yeah, that we why? were originally McDonald's. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. We, it was way too confusing. It was tough sure. with the, when people Googled it. They were very confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so tell me a little about how you represent this company. Like when Integritas, uh, and it has happened, sometimes it's going to happen in a world like this, mistakenly carpet bombs an entire village or drone strikes uh, a wedding, uh, or, you know, even mistakenly shoots a farmer. Like how do you defend the company in those cases? Do you dehumanize the victim or? We go right to the company who made the weapons mm -hmm. and we find out what went wrong on the assembly line okay. that led to those bullets and yep. bombs hitting those particular people. I see. If we find out that there is a large reaction to those actions. Okay. So if we eliminate a mall with a couple thousand people in it and people don't really react, we just kind of move on. I but see. if there's a lot of tweets about it, we're going to complain about the wind that day. I see. That was not where that bomb was going. I see. Unless there are no tweets, in which case... Yeah. We also are good at removing... Tweeters. Tweeters? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, we send them a link, they click on it, their screen explodes, glass through their head. Wow, I did not even know that was possible. Yeah. And now, again, I'm fearful. I'm fearful that I might tweet they, something and 
uh, find myself with shards of glass in my face. Yeah, it's possible to live through it. Trust me. Is it? Yeah. Have you lived through? They it? tested it on me. They t- yeah. Boy, you are yeah. a real lab rat for for everybody. Yep, yep, yep. It's what other things have have people done to your person? I was the f- I was subject number one for Rogaine. Number one, mm-hmm. like patient zero. As I said, my hair looks nice. It does look mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, you've got and you've got it coming out of some unconventional parts of your body, but yeah, that's an opinion <laughs> that you are welcome to walk back. Okay, and I, uh, I, I walk it back immediately if you want me to, because that's that's the state I'm in right now. Thank you. I'm a little on edge. Um, um, what's uh, what 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 are what's a case that you lost, but you felt felt like you should you should have won? Chuck versus Canada. Canada mm-hmm. and Canada was Senate Canada sued me not not your company you personally yeah <laughs> okay what did it what, what what had you done that you were found guilty of well we you ever heard of the pipeline yeah sure the Dakota Access Pipeline yeah mm-hmm. that was all me all the problems associated with it all mistakes on my end the problems being uh, leaks okay yeah oil leaks gotcha and how is that how is that your responsibility. I was out there faceting the tubes, and <laughs> I was running the bolt gun. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to ask such trivial questions, but why would the chief legal counsel for a major company be the tube fitter for a Dakota Access Pipeline? Because I believe that if you are not on the ground at your company, uh, you are no longer... Relevant? No. What's the word? When you lose touch with your... Are you customer? Customer, you lose touch with your customers. So I do not, half in the office, half on the field. That's my rule. I got you. So do you are out there also uh, providing military services for people? Personally. Yeah, I'm out there hammering the pipeline, and if anyone protests, I hammer them too, and we just move on. I do most of the work. Okay. Okay. So I, I feel like I'm not getting the full story. I feel like maybe you were sent to the pipeline to deal with the protesters under cover of being some kind of pipeline worker. Listen, if I gave you the full story of everything you're asking, you'd go insane. And I would have to take care of you. I would not. Want I would have to take care of you if you know what I mean. <coughs> I, I would I, have to. I don't. But I would have to take care of you. Because I, I would have to. The way you're saying it, you're kind of staring deep in my eyes and saying it in kind of a, a, a caring way. I would have to take care of you. You literally would take care of you. I would show up at the hospital wow. every day. Wow. That's bring you flowers. Amazing. Make sure you're doing well. Uh-huh. Post on your Facebook on your behalf with updates. Wow. That I'll is, take care of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then I'll take care of you. Okay. I'm so confused. Uh, I, I just want to real quick, before we bring out our second guest here, talk about um, the agents that you all hire. Are A lot of them are ex-Navy SEALs, ex-CIA. Most of them dishonorably discharged. That's a hole in the market that most people miss. Uh-huh. You know, when you interview for a job, they're looking for people with a clean record, people with good references. Yeah. But there's a whole other side. Sure. With people with skills that you can only obtain by being dishonorable. I see. And, and that's what, that's them. your wheelhouse. Wheels. I love fat bikes. <laughs> right. Oh, such a good such a good segue here. I have forgot all about uh, you really love a fat bike. Yeah. That's what you said. And uh, I don't even know what that is. What, what, what is a fat bike? Well, it's a regular bike mm. with big tires, with studs on them, and nice. treads. Nice. You can take it anywhere. Take it on the ice. Take it uphill, downhill. So, like, if you were to, if you, if you were, like, let's say you were uh, airdropped in the middle of the night into the wilds of Canada, and you needed to reach a pipeline without uh, attracting attention with some kind of motorized mm-hmm. vehicle, you might take a fat bike. Yeah, I'm over the river, through the woods. It's our slogan. Fantastic. And, yeah, it's like an acoustic motorcycle. 
Strangely, I do understand that. that. That makes total sense to me. Thank you for putting it in terms that I, as an amateur guitar player, would understand. Um, I think it's time to bring on our second guest. There's, I'll, we'll definitely get back to you, Chuck, because I just find you so fascinating. And, and it may seem like I left the room, but I'm here. Oh, okay. Why, why would it seem that way? Okay. Camouflage. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. You don't have to sit in the corner of the room like that on your haunches. All right. Well... I want to get to my second guest here, but before we do that, let's just pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor, okay? We'll be right back. The Corporation is sponsored by Vermont Comedy Club, offering world-class stand-up, improv, and sketch comedy five nights a week. This weekend, see the incredible Yamanika Saunders. The Comedy Club has a full bar, food menu, and table service, so make a night of it. Vermont Comedy Club is located just downhill from the Flynn Theater on Main Street in Burlington. They also offer classes for adults and camps for kids. For more information, visit vtcomedy.com. Now, back to the show. And we're back. We've been talking with Chuck Gorkland, Chief Legal Counsel for Integritas. And now I'm going to bring in my second guest to the conversation who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. Our next guest is a teen engagement coordinator for Spirited Away, an exciting wilderness therapy program operating in the Appalachian Mountains. Uh, they're responsible for engaging and rehabilitating teens with behavioral issues. In their spare time, they have monthly visitation rights with their three-year-old son. That's fun. Please welcome Tristan Schonk. Hello, Dean, Tristan. thank you so much for having me here. Hello. And of course, I I apologize that you may you may see Chuck appear and re, and and disappear in the context of this interview. But please, Chuck, when you are visible, please contribute to the conversation. Will do. Great, excellent. Oh, you're so fun, keeping me on my toes. Love it. What is that sound anyway? Why do I keep hearing like a whooshing sound? It's him running really fast around the room. Oh, okay, Dean. I got gotcha. you. I just did, I wasn't 100 percent clear on what that noise was. So. I want to make sure I know what it is. That's how fast I am. <laughs> Amazing. So this program, uh, Spirited Away, so exciting. Yes. It's a non-voluntary program, which mm -hmm. means this is like one of those programs where parents are at the end of their rope with behavioral issues of a child, mm -hmm. and then you bring a van full of professionals in the middle of the night, and uh, they don't have a choice. They're going to the wilderness. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, and wh what is what what are most uh, teenagers' reactions to that? Um, most of them are asleep. Most of them start crying, say, Mom, Dad, I didn't mean to. I'm really sorry. Right. Please don't send me to the woods. Uh -huh. And I say, shh, shh, it's okay. Ah. Come to the woods. Everything will be fine. And if they don't comply, we just, you know, hit Sometimes them in the head. you have to hit them in the head. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, with wood. With wood. We're conquering their fear of wood with wood. Okay. Because they're afraid of the woods. They're okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, they're scared. I don't, uh, have you considered that maybe the, their fear is not of the woods themselves, but of being forcibly removed from their home? Mm, I don't think <laughs> that's the case. Every kid dreams of, you know, running away, yeah. seeing a new life, you know, like Dragon Tales. You ever seen that show? Uh, Dragons come to their house and kidnap the kids to another land and they loved really? it. Amazing. I did so not have cable, up cable as a child, so I wasn't uh, privy to that. Chuck, do you ever uh, do you ever think maybe you would have been better off if you had been forcibly removed and brought to the woods instead of held down and experimented upon there by your was, father? You were saying a story about being taken away in a van and I would love yes. to hear those tactics. Well, that wasn't very special. It was a classic burlap sack over the head into oh. the back of the van mm -hmm. and then drive for hours and hours we could have been going in circles and i would never know where but did you finally end yeah, up yeah how did you escape or? i ended up 200 feet away in another building spent a week there as they ran tests on me more tests math tests science tests i took the sats in this building 
and they shot me in the leg with a gun that I still don't know what did. did. Okay, so wow, this is to answer your question. Yeah. Literally any other way for me to grow up would have been better. Yeah. Right. Right. Great. Um, okay. And he's gone again. Tristan, um, this is a very expensive program. Yes. Parents shell out all sorts of money just to try to get mm-hmm. through their kids somehow. Yes. And then you take them to the woods, and they're yes. forced to work together. Right? They have to work together in the woods. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. It's very fun. Yeah. We have friendship bracelets. We have canoeing. Fantastic. Um, we teach them how to disarm bombs. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. I'm it's, sure. just, it's just normal kid it, teen it, stuff. It feels like almost a feeder program for... Chuck, are you here? Are you in the room? Yes. Okay. <laughs> feels almost like a feeder program for future agents for Integritas, is that... Doesn't it? Yeah, uh, enrollment has been low uh-huh. in the last few years. So um, w- we probably wouldn't know if there's any dark money flowing through from Integritas toward uh, Spirited Away, right? We wouldn't. You know would that. never know. And by the time you did know, you would be spray painted on a wall. Mm. I, I want to ask a follow up, but I'm afraid to. We what would crunch mean? you up into a nuclear machine, uh-huh. make you so small that we can make you the little ball inside of a spray paint can. And then we would use you to spray paint your own blood on a wall to paint these buildings that these kids are studying. Small point of clarification. Are you talking about shrinking me down like uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kid style or crushing me down to like, like, like incinerating me? Incinerating. Okay, I just want to. I thought sure it was I pretty clear when I said I would spray paint you on the wall. Yeah, I yeah. got you, Chuck. I <laughs> understood. Cool, cool. Um, well, uh, Tristan, uh, this this program. Um, I know you have another partnership. Uh, Spirited Away has a partnership with Hogswood Coal, right? Um, and and they're doing some exciting surface mining projects in those same hills. And you engage the teens in that process. Is that right? Yes, we put them in the coal mining caves, and we say, wow. "Here's a flashlight." Here's a rope. Here's a pickaxe. It's an escape room. See if you can get out together as wow. a team. Wow. Yes, it's a it's a you know escape rooms are cool with the teens. And what are some of the common things you hear from those teens when you tell them to do that? Um, crying. More crying, huh? Yeah, they're a bunch of little bitches, and we try to beat that out of them. Uh huh. I've uh-huh. never cried. Yeah, you also had your eye ducts removed as a child. Yes. Uh, yeah. My same, eye ducts. <laughs> your eye ducts. Not just the tear ducts. Not the tear ducts. <laughs> My eyes are as dry as a marble in the desert. I have not seen you blink one time yet, so that makes a lot of sense. I guess that's probably an asset for you in your line of work. Yeah, Yeah. it comes in handy. You never have to close your eyes. How do you you sleep at night? Both both literally, how do you sleep at night, and morally, how do you sleep at night? I haven't slept more than two hours (laughs) in a night since the age of 12. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. So, um, so these these coal mines. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen this place, and it is a beautiful area. You have these lush Thank forests you. covering like the bottom two thirds of these mountains, and then the mm-hmm. tops of the mountains are these swirling cavernous plateaus with lots of heavy equipment. The kids must just find that so fun to be a part of a, a, a mining operation like that. Yes, they are all definitely um, very excited to be a part of something bigger than themselves sure you know they're just they before they were just these little teenagers who would you know uh sneak out of the house and smoke weed and do all these bad things that were just driving their parents crazy and some of them you know what their parents were just done being parents and so i said hey really yeah one of one of my favorite coal miners her name's little cindy she was an a plus student she never did anything her parents just thought she was boring 
Hmm. They didn't want her anymore. That happens, right? Yeah. Sometimes you're just incompatible with your own child. Yes. And then you have to send them somewhere away. They send them to me. Amazing. And And so what is Cindy's life like now? Sure. So Cindy, she now goes by uh, Skull Crusher. Skull Crusher. Wow. Yeah. Fearsome. And she has (laughs) mined three tons of coal. Herself. Herself. So it sounds like Cindy was uh, sort of an overachiever type A student, Mm -hmm. and then she applied that same sense of... To the mines. Yeah. She's basically a punk beaver. (laughs) (laughs) That is one way to look at it, sure. I'm sorry I said those words. No, I liked it. It's quite all right. How do you respond, Tristan, uh, to the, you know, uh, some people have called this, uh, you know, slave labor, and (laughs) like, how do you, I mean, people... It's not slave labor, right? No. It's just uh, a fun time in the woods. Sure, and and but like, presumably uh, the coal mining operation is getting you know free labor out of it, right? But that's just a necessary byproduct for these kids to have emotionally healthy lives, right? Absolutely, these kids, they need this hmm. because if they don't, what are they going to do? Go off to college, right. have a fulfilling career, yeah. make a family, and be a nerd. Yeah, make a family. What no. is, I, I mean, I can't manage to do that. And I'm old someday. I hope to make a family. But uh, so uh, when I ask people to fill out their little form ahead of time, so I know a little bit about them, mm-hmm. I ask them to put down a hobby and you just put down uh, your your visitation rights with your three-year-old son Ugh. as being your hobby. That is my hobby. And so well, I don't, don't want to pry too much, but mm-hmm. how, how how is uh, occasional parenting a hobby for you? Well, um, when I see little... Patrick, mm-hmm. I love to remind him of the important things in life, you know, family, friends, not being a little bitch. Yes. Um, I did see some of the uh, paperwork suggested that maybe you lost custody because mm-hmm. you were berating him for being a little bitch. Yeah. Uh, his mother decided that um, I wasn't fit to be a parent. But, you know... We chug on, we go forward, and every third Wednesday, I get to spend two minutes, two, two, two minutes. minutes. <laughs> two minutes, wow. While his mom stands um, it seems very close. needlessly cruel for a judge to only give you two minutes a month with your child. That's all I need. That's all you need? Yeah. What do you do in two minutes? I slip him a little note. Ah, so you can say more to so him. So you can say you more take to that him. Home he takes it home. Yep, and I have a copy of one of those notes here, and it's just filled with profanity. Yeah. Um, I, I would, if I were his mo- mother, I would certainly uh, confiscate this before I w- ever showed it to him. So, do you, are you, are you concerned that he might not be getting these? Um, no, he's getting them because as I slip them across, I do say them out loud just so it sinks okay. in. So I know Darla's taking the notes away, but I do know yeah. Patrick is getting it. I just slide it and I say, Patrick. Daddy thinks you're a little bitch and will never be proud of you unless you come to the coal mines. This is like the domestic abuse equivalent of like a brush past or a dead drop or some kind of espionage moment where like you only have two seconds to convey a little bit of information and then you're on your way as almost as though you're a spy or something, right? Oh, you are are still in the room. Okay. Hi, hi Chuck. I Uh, can take care of Darla for you. Take care of, see again, that's I know a man from Afghanistan who could fly in so fast on a hot air balloon, you won't even know she's gone. And then, when you say take care of, though, what do you actually mean by that? We'll take her away down to a dark, dark dungeon, and we will give her a nice, warm bed. Okay, see. We'll give her her favorite Darjeeling tea, and then we'll take care of her. Okay. That sounds like Beauty and the Beast. I like it. (laughs) Oh, God. 
Well, guys, I think well, he got on his acoustic motorcycle. Oh, I do see that. Um, before you go, uh, Chuck, I, w- I hope you don't leave uh, just yet. We're just about to wrap up here. I-, I feel like maybe I've accidentally uncovered like a link between your two companies because typically we have two people on who are uh, who are from totally different worlds. But it does seem like perhaps Spirited Away might be uh, sort of hazing these children uh, on a coal mining operation, teaching them these uh, these skills needed to, and then of course divorcing them from their parents uh, in order to create uh, super soldiers that potentially integritas could make use of. Well, you did I have I is this my first expose? Is this my first? Oh, I stumbled into something. Here's the thing: I stumbled into journalism. Mm -hmm. The pipeline Chuck built wasn't for oil. No, it was for the children. They crawl through that thing. Yeah, and the oil spill you read about. Yeah, blood, (laughs) blood, children's Blood. blood all over the land. Over 12 million gallons an hour. Wow. 12 million gallons an hour of children's blood is spilling. No wonder Canada wanted to sue you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, TD Bank paid us to do this. And so is this pipeline... And so I'm going to give you an opportunity to are, walk back are what you, you think you're about to expose. Yeah, don't pay attention to the little red dot on your forehead. Oh, yeah. uh, well, I couldn't see it anyway. Yeah, so don't pay attention no to it. I I'm, took a class when I was younger. That taught me how to kill a man with a microphone in 300 different ways. And I would love what a, to see how much I retained. What a strange class to take. Was that like it was a, an elective. We, I was going to ask that. It seems like it wouldn't be part of a curriculum. I saw the podcast Dean was going to be exploding in the coming years, and uh, I said, I'm going to be in situations where I need to know how to deal with a microphone. Sure. I don't doubt it. It's a blunt instrument. You've also got a set of headphones on with a cord. I'm sure you can do something with that. It's. Uh, I, I'm very afraid of you. And again, I just wish you'd blink once. That would really make me feel no, like you're a human being. Me too. <laughs> Uh, well, I one time made an addle addle out of a, <laughs> a, what? a boom mic. You made a what? A what? An addle addle. What's an addle addle? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know. It's a native tool used to kill animals. Okay. Um, I'm going to walk back my statements and cut this from the final episode. And uh, of course, uh, of if you course. want us to take a few, just add in some sentences you could replace it with that are much more inconspicuous, we could do that. Did you take a full podcast class? Because you seem to know a lot about editing. We as actually. Well. We do run our podcast, our own podcast. Yeah, me and Chuck, we run a podcast. Can we plug together. that? Can we what? plug that? I did so much research on the two of it's you. It's called Podcast Pipeline. Po- podcast Pipeline. Yeah, Pipe Save the Podcast is was the uh, <laughs> <laughs> what my idea was to be Pipe, Pipe Save, Save the, the Podcast. podcast but I we, liked Pipeline Lab yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, so we also vlog. We have a YouTube channel. Yeah, it's all on our Patreon. It's all on our. <laughs> wow. Um, this went so many directions I didn't expect. And it's been, uh, I feel like I've, I've exposed uh, things that I both shouldn't have and wouldn't have uh, known before. And, and that's what I really love about my guests. Okay, now you're both on the fat bike. So I yeah. assume this means the interview's the, over. The tandem fat bike. Yeah. Did, you, did you hear that? I taped a card in the, in the, the wheel. Spokes. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. It sounds like it's like an acoustic electric. It's like an acoustic motorcycle with a pickup on it. That's it's what it an, sounds it's like. It's an acoustic tambourine. Wow. Okay, that's about as good a place yeah. to end it, I think. As, oh, there they go. Uh, that's all the time we have for today on The Corporation. I want to thank my guests who are currently pedaling away for speaking with me and to our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and email me at deanardenfell at hotmail.com. And remember, Dean Ardenfell is not and has never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. I'm very afraid. Uh, we're going down the stairs! <laughs> Cheers, everyone. <coughs> is a presentation of Unicow Media.
Dean Ardenfell was played by Nathan Hartswick, Chuck Gorgland was played by Brian Delabruer, and Tristan Schonk was played by Emily Kippers. Subscribe to hear new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. For more great stuff, follow The Corporation Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and check out thecorporationpod.com. 